Welcome, Orphans, to the podcast for people with dead parents or parents that are dead to them. The, the Parish, Parish Parent, Parent Posse. Posse with your co-hosts, Sydney and Brandon. Hey, I know you guys are just dying to hear more shenanigans, so let's get into part two. I think I need to charge these. Do you want me to read my next one, or do you want to move on to... I think you I want to read my next I yeah. want to read my next one. Okay. Damn it. All right. Um, sorry. I'm like a bottle and a half down. More than that. Okay. This one is mostly for you. Kind of. Ooh. Okay. Not for you. It's, I want your perspective and then I will give my perspective. Okay. And they'll be different. Got maybe. it. Maybe. Okay. So this is from um, the Reddit Ask Gay Bros. I like uh, that one, I think. It, what? I said I like that one, I think. Really? That's good. I, yeah. Um, and the username Gave us is, a good question last time. Uh, the username is Stuff em Stiffly. Hell yeah. Um, and the question is, uh, why is bisexuality such a turnoff? Uh, I've been dating this guy for two months. The things have been going super well. Even broke out the L word. But tonight he was making a big deal about me being bisexual. He knows I'm monogamous. and is still acting as if it's a deal breaker. Why they hate for bi guys. And I have dated one bisexual dude, uh-huh. but I have heard from other bisexuals uh-huh. that, that this is like a common theme. That straight women mm. are like hard X on bi guys. Okay. What is your opinion? So, why? I have two parts to this, I think, because the first part is going to be what I think the answer is, like generally why that's that's an ongoing theme, but it's not, it doesn't necessarily, like, it doesn't correlate with my own personal opinion. So I want to clarify that. Uh, uh, girls be jealous, like real jealous. And whenever you're dating somebody uh, whose sexuality is more open and allows them to have the opportunity to be attracted to more individuals i think that creates an issue for some people because they may not be secure they may not you know it's i think that's mostly what i think that it is i don't agree with that necessarily i almost think that it would be like i don't know to me whenever i think about like if i were to be dating a bisexual right now like I mostly just think about um, that. My cat is scratching at the door. That's why I keep looking over here. I was like, what does that sound? I just realized what it was. It's because the cat's trying to scratch at the door to come inside. Anyways, um, I mostly think about like, okay, this is like an open-minded individual. And I think that that's a really good thing to bring into a partnership of any kind is open-mindedness just in general. But I think that's like- Are you telling me if your man said- The issue. Hey, Sydney. I enjoy slobbing on a knob. You'd be like, hell yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't think I would be like <laughs> against it. I'd be like, oh, okay. 
that's fine. Me too, I guess. Go off, King. Um, yeah, pretty um, much. I'm going to let my cat in here since he's losing his mind. Yeah. So I dated one bi guy. It was my first <laughs> boyfriend. I didn't. I had like. I'm real in my head about a lot of stuff. I was yeah. jealous. But not but jealous isn't jealous isn't even the right word. Uh-huh. I just was like, man, my stuff ain't self-lubricated. Okay. Like yeah. I don't know if I can offer Yeah. Well, yeah. What That's like the other person could offer. Sure. And that made me insecure. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't a jealous thing, it was more of a insecurity thing. Yeah. Uh Hey, cat. <laughs> Rex is so upset that he's up here, too. He's like, sir, get away. He just oh. wants to eat his food. Uh, yeah, I think that's the the whole gig is, like, when you open that up to more, at least that's what I've, like, seen from other people, because I know that is, like, a recurring theme. I, I understand it to an extent, but it's also kind of, like, silly. Yeah. But so are my problems, so. Yeah. You know, we all have problems. Yeah. Just it be that be like that sometimes okay are we gonna do another question slash advice or do you want to move on to the mom slash dad for a minute i think let's move on okay unless you have a really good one no i have mine can be saved for other other epis um so i have three potentials okay okay so i'm gonna go i'm gonna label them as like an easy medium hard in terms okay. of like seriousness. So like okay. tell me your vibe and then I'll go with that one. Hard. Oh. Wait, okay. Is this like cry emotion hard or is this like uh, this no. question is like deep? No. It's more I it's not like cry emotion hard. It's like deep. The medium and the hard are um things that both of us I think can actually speak a good amount on. Let's do medium or hard. I'll let you pick which one's calling your heart. Okay. I'm going to go with the, I guess what I view maybe as the medium. Okay. Okay. So this post is from r slash mom for a minute. Um, and it is by user sun lava bear. Oh yeah. Okay. The title is I'm burnt out. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be what you think though. It's, that's the funny thing. Well, anyway, she says, I just assumed it was a she. I don't know if she's a she. Oh, by the way, everyone listening. Last Again. Week, we assumed this person's gender was a woman. That For no, no reason. Point, we got no pronouns. We just no. assumed they were in a lesbian relationship. Um, Ethan, my boyfriend, told me to like ah. say something at the beginning of this. Yes. And I did oh. not remember until just now. I also forgot. Um, so Sorry to what So sorry to that was. user. Um, I don't know why. This, and that's why. Probably not. I, I don't know why we both like, we both thought it too at one point. I don't know. I just made an assumption that she was just some beautiful Scandinavian girl. I don't know why I thought that she was also a girl, especially when at the end of the post, um, he wrote boyfriend. something about boyfriend, and then we both were like, "Why did they talk about boyfriend? That's weird." <laughs> we're <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I went to. I, also, I went to guy and a girl every date. Also, <laughs> Also, yeah, 
why was that the assumption? Like, I love that that's where we went first. Like, obviously, it was a, two girls in a lesbian oh, relationship. Because we, we listened to the episode of The Car uh-huh. um, when you were like, did you listen yet? And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, no, seven days later. Uh, we played in the car and Ethan was like, I paused and was like, did you hear anywhere we used Nowhere. this person's pronouns? And he was like, oh, no. No. I assumed it was a girl too. And I was like, okay. Oh my cool. gosh, he did too? Okay. Yeah. That makes but, me feel a little bit better. But like, I don't know. that person. Yeah, so, we're so sorry. I didn't. Also, please communicate with your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> if you're her. not ready to get married, you got to tell her. Okay, anyway. <clears throat> <laughs> OP says... I don't want to make this too long, but I want to vent just a little. You don't have to give advice. I'd just like a little bit of encouragement, please. I've taken care of my mom for seven to eight years now because she has a disability and some other health issues. My dad and I used to help each other out, but almost three years ago, he passed away. I'm healing from his passing, but since I'm the only one helping her, I've been feeling burnt out. I'm going to therapy and getting better, but I'm exhausted every night. I know I can't stop, but I just wish I had a break. The I, mom is the one with the disability. Mom has a disability. And the child, I don't know if it's daughter or son, is sounds like from the post is the primary caregiver. I have some thoughts on that. Um, you can go ahead if you if you have some good thoughts. I just have like, I mean, I've been there, and I think that something that is not talked about enough or recognized enough are like is the caregivers like caregivers don't get a ton of recognition or like attention whenever somebody is sick or disabled or things like that like you know like whenever my parents during their cancers like the focus is always them and like and, and not that I wanted any focus necessarily um obviously obviously the focus was their sickness and like trying to help them get better. But something that people overlooked a ton was like my brothers and I as caretakers, it's a really difficult job. Like I'm not surprised that you're burnt out. I was burnt out too. Like it's really freaking difficult. Um, and people don't like talk about that enough. I think people don't recognize it. They don't even know people that haven't done it. Don't even know that it's a thing. I think. I think it's kind of, it's tough because people in our age group, most of them still have both of their parents. Yeah. Um, I think we're in the age group where people are starting to lose their parents or lost them early for some reason. Like earlier than us. Yeah. Um, my dad is dead. My mom is still alive. Uh, my dad died of cardiac arrest. Uh, he had to COPD. Uh, my mom found him in the bathroom. He was dead. But they like tried to revive him, whatever. He was in the hospital. They told him to pull the plug because they didn't see CPR for like almost an hour. He was gonna be brain dead. He didn't want to be alive. So so I don't see it from normal direct things. normal things. I don't see like the direct um side of this question. Okay. Like you do. I see it more indirectly because of my mom taking care of my uncle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my mom. My mom is one of six or seven kids, um, but she's been the primary caretaker for my grandma who passed away. And then also my uncle who is uh, developmentally impaired, I think is the PC term for what's going on with him. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So when my grandma was kind of going through stuff, she moved in in my parents' home, lived there for a couple of years, um, was pretty um, self-sufficient, but my mom gave up. My parents are like, were, what my dad said a lot. But, um, Usual, you know, same. My parents were had very different like sleeping styles so my dad was like the lightest sleeper you could like walk in the room my dad would wake up my mom slept like a log and would sleep like diagonal in bed and like oh yeah like, okay. so they didn't they slept together not very long okay until they got separate bedrooms. which i that needs to be normalized oh yeah i'm just saying like if you aren't like if your health hygiene isn't good for your partner then you need to yeah like, that needs to be, be normalized okay there's nothing wrong with yes um, or different houses, whatever. Ooh, um, whatever tickles your fancy. My parents. So <laughs> my parents didn't have a bedroom. Well, when my grandma moved in, my mom moved into my bedroom. Okay. Because I was at college. Right. Were you couch sleeping all the time? Yeah. <laughs> um, Me too. It's fine. So my grandma was pretty self-sufficient. Um, but she got to the point that she wasn't able to take her pills on her own because she was shaking too much. Mm. So she would like take her pills out of her container and then drop half of them. Um, and then one day they found her on the ground. They had to call an ambulance. Yeah. We didn't really know what was going on. And then we like cleaned her room and then took, there was a couch cover on top of the couch or her chair that she would sit in most of the day. We took the chair cover off. There was like, ridiculous amounts of pills that she had like oh, dropped into the couch and then like so she was like taking some of her medications her medications were fucked yeah um but my mom would go every single day to the nursing home for like multiple years i don't even know how long my mom grandma was in the house in the nursing home yeah multiple years um and then because and is this called, is this a grandma from your mom this is your mom's mom okay my mom's mom. um and then she has a brother who she's really close with who is mentally, uh, developmentally disabled um, because he fell off a bed when he was like two or three. So it was like a neurotypical kid rolled off a bed and then regressed hard uh, because of some brain issues. I don't know if the, I realized that that was from like a traumatic event. Yeah, this was like in the 50s. So yeah. like you just dealt with whatever happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, Right. Like in the dumpster. Mm-hmm. I don't really know yep. what they did in the 50s. Yeah, probably. Um, so he's like pretty developmentally behind. He's probably equivalent to like a, a middle schooler, maybe. I have kind of a question. Okay. Um, and it's mostly for you, like, sorry, listeners, but it's mostly for Brandon personally because I can't disclose identifying factors here but um is it similar to that kid no no okay that kid is probably higher oh really okay um well and i just thought of this just because it was a situational like event that caused the the after so i was like interested in the behavioral type of maybe the same but different Different, but I get, the same. I, I, I get where you're. Yes, I understand. I'm unplugging this because it kept going on and off, like it was something it wasn't supposed to be. Um, he is very self sufficient. 
goes to the bathroom on his own, showers on his own, um, is able to like cook lightly on his own, not like stove cook, but like. Like he can do his, he can do basic care needs, care tasks for himself. Yeah. Um, And he is pretty aggressive when he doesn't get the things he wants and likes. So there was like a time when he was going to move in with my mom, but it wasn't going to work out. So he lives on his own. Um, my mom goes pretty often. Yeah. Maybe, I think it's every day or every other day now. Um, okay. And he's had a couple of psychotic episodes and like, I know she is burnt. And we talked about this yeah. last episode at the very end. Oh she yeah, is, yeah, we did. She is burnt out um, and I have nothing to offer. And I wish that I could but he doesn't really like me because I am, I don't put up with it as much Mm -hmm. as other people do. Not that I'm like mean to him. I'm just like, you don't want to do it. We're not going to do it because I'm, I can't force a 60 something year old man to do something he doesn't want to do. Definitely. Even if he's developmentally behind, but my mom is trying so hard and I feel so bad for her. So I definitely understand the burnout and I see it from a different angle than you do, but Mm -hmm. people do not understand. No, people like it. And people like in the situation still don't understand. Oh no, I didn't understand until after the fact, honestly, like I hadn't, I didn't realize. And I still, sometimes when I think back on it, I'm better about it now, but especially like shortly after um, I experienced this a little bit more with my dad versus my mom, just because my dad was a little bit more of like a um, advanced case, I guess, when it came to like the care aspects, he wasn't able to care for himself um, as well towards the end of his life as my mom could. Um, And so like, I would get frustrated with him and my patients would start to run out and I would feel so guilty for it. And like, Mm -hmm. Of course, it's not ideal. He can't help it. And I know that. But I'm also a human. And after, like, what, you what in high school, what can you expect? You're like, a kid. not really. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you've got your own problems going a on. A 17 year old but. kid, like, I would, I would leave high school early for the day, right? Because I got, I got a period off of school to, to literally take care of my dad, I would leave. I would drive 30 minutes to freaking Bayou Vista where he wanted to spend his days, which is fine. And then, you know, I'm tired. I was tired and it's hard. Like there was a point where, um, he had like a steroid induced psychosis where he was just like acting freaking crazy. Like, if any of if if you guys or anybody you know is taking steroids and they start acting psycho, you need to call your doctors because they are probably experiencing a steroid induced psychosis, which is like relatively uh, common. Um, and he was legitimately like he was like an Alzheimer's patient on cocaine. Like he was just and like psychosis <laughs> it, is scary. Yeah, and for people. And, probably going through it but people on the outside too it is scary and it, and it's especially scary when it's like somebody like your dad who's like that's your dad he's supposed to be like you know the adult the adult and you're a high school girl and your dad is like the the other thing too is like honestly usually with stuff like that like i 
you know, I just would like dissociate and like deal with it. Uh, but like <laughs> when when my dude's trying to like walk out the front door and get in his car and drive away, I can't physically restrain him. I'm small. I am five one. Like I am a small person. I literally at one point um called my brother in like hysteria. Like I was hysterical. I was upset. I was crying. I was just so stressed. I was legitimately sitting in the uh like in the fr- in my front yard just to like <laughs> I don't know try to, try to like, tackle my face. father if he tried to walk out the front door and also to get away from it all at the same time like mm-hmm. and and like this dude answered the phone first of all I'm the baby in the family so I have two older brothers two older siblings that essentially raised me more or less um and so, like, I called this man, and I am just a, a hot mess. And my dude literally, on the phone, got into the car and literally started driving home from San Antonio, from college. Like, a solid four-hour drive. He was like, cool, I'm on my way. It's 10 p.m. I'm coming. Like, I'm going to come help you. And what else do you do? That's it. That's all you can do. That's all you can – I don't know. It's – people – it's hard. I don't think anybody truly like super understands what it's like to, to really have to be the primary caregiver for, especially for somebody that's supposed to be like your parent. Are we here? Are we back? Oh, I think we're back. Hey. Okay, cool. (laughs) Great. So how about we switch over to one of mine? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. That sounds great. Um, But to conclude that one, a burnout is normal. Also, yes. I have lost my phone. Uh, there are support groups for that, by the way. I don't have any like on hand specifically at the moment, but there are like caregiver support groups, and there's probably some specifically into like your parents' disability um, for you, so that you can like talk about stuff and connect with other people that are experiencing the same things, so that you don't feel like you're alone and you feel like you have people that you can like talk to and like help you and stuff. So. Maybe look for those. So I have a dad for a minute that is heavy, but not like the heaviest. Okay. I have a relationship advice that is not quite as heavy, but I think we'll have talking points for it. Mm. So I can go either way, but I'm going to let you call. Do you want like a little heavy or do you want like a little more chill after a heavy topic? Or do we like go full send? It's not super, super heavy, but it could be for someone else. What if, what if we do both, but end on the lighter one? Okay, cool. Okay. Um, I like ending on light notes. Yeah. And we still do have to do the shitty Lenny shout out. So start thinking about that (laughs) because I know that you haven't. That's like shit. And you cannot say your nieces or nephews this week for any of them because you said it for Almost all three last week. Okay, no, my shitty is going to be. Oh, okay, that's good. Duh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I was um, like, first of all, I don't know, I don't know. All right, move on. Um. So my was that piece for Eden? That was for Taylor. Oh damn! Hi, Taylor. Um. So this Reddit is um, Dad for a minute, and the username is Hawk underscore eight zero four one eight um 
And so the title is, is it worth getting my stuff back if mice pooped all over my things? If mice? Uh-huh. So this says, um, okay. hi, dads and others here. So I fled my abusive parents about four years ago. They want me to pick up the things I left behind, but did warn me that mice, mice pooped all over some of the things. So they switched things into tubs. A part of me wants my yearbooks back. Another part of me is grossed out and doesn't want to see them in person for my physical or mental safety. No clue if the yearbooks are ruined. Is it worth going back? Um, okay. So trigger warning abuse. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Our whole podcast. Um, you know, I, I mean, obviously. Should go back? It's going to, so it's going to depend, obviously. It's going to depend. Use the word fled. Yeah. Um, I'm leaning towards I wouldn't go back, but it's going to depend on your like attachment to those items. How important are those items to you? They're calling out you a know? yearbook. Yeah. I wouldn't care about it. I personally wouldn't care about a yearbook. That's me. You know, maybe okay. there's like a, maybe there's a solid attachment there. I don't know. But so if we do some math, this person was living with their parents, fled four years ago. Oldest, they're 24 right now. Sure. Um, and that's like oldest, probably. As a 29-year-old, about to be 30, I cannot tell you where my yearbooks are. No. And As a 26-year-old, I don't. I, I bought all four of mine in high Same. school. And I don't care about them. And maybe when I'm older, I'll be like, man, I really wonder where I couldn't even give you a, a name of one of my, like, not close friends from high school. I wonder where that one chick is. But um, it, that wouldn't even translate to, like, a high school yearbook, though. You would just think of it. Because you would just see their picture from high school. like. But then you maybe would flip a page and be like, oh, yeah, I remember I went to a party with that kid. Or yeah, yeah. But that kid shit themselves in third grade, whatever. Ooh. But um, if the yearbook is what you want. Yeah, if it's important to you. No. If a yearbook <laughs> is what you want, don't waste your time. Because oh, you're yeah. going to end up in the garage. You're You're just being nostalgic at this point. If it's something that's like, truly important yeah you. that's that's what i meant when i was like if it's important to you i didn't yeah 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 but i will say <laughs> not a yearbook yearbook necessarily your book's not, it. not it no but i will say some people were like mouse poop can be cleaned like you can clean these items so if that if the limiting factor is just the just the poop poop that's you can clean well, that but if it's depends. your mental it also depends on the safety, items because that's not necessarily true that is true if you're worried about your mental and physical safety, no. It's not worth it. Absolutely not. And that doesn't matter if they're your parents, if they're your ex-boyfriend, if they're your anything. Nobody is worth your mental bro. state or your safety or anything. Stress, period. Like, no. I think we're kind of on the same page with this. <laughs> like, if you want it, you can go get it, but if it's going to cause you more pain than you're going to get out of it, yeah, that's not worth it. Based on um, the information that we have, I'm going to conclude that it is not worth it. And a lot of times you can, like, find a way to get another yearbook. Yeah. Like, 
go to your public library in the town you grew up in. They usually yeah. have a copy and you can just, just peruse it whenever you feel like it. Yep. There you go. Um, so this next one is a relationship advice. Um, it's from relationship underscore advice. Um, the person's name is little stranger 21. Okay. Um, hello, Rex. <laughs> really in my business right now. Um, so this one, I think you'll have, opinion, we'll both have opinions on, okay. but it's definitely lighter than the last one. So the title is my boyfriend said he would leave me if I get a small tattoo. Oh my God. I saved that one too. Oh, perfect. <gasps> um, so I was thinking, Oh yes. I would love a simple small tattoo in memory of my amazing dog. I found Which is place. perfect because my dog is literally all up in my ship yeah. right now. Um, I found a place, had an amazing design, have the money. I brought the idea up to my partner, how I'm thinking of getting this, and it would be covered easily, so I was excited. Anyways, he pretty much laughed and said, you can't be serious. I was blank face confused. He just told me straight, you don't do that. Wait, told me straight, you do that, I'll leave you. Tattoos are awful. Okay, I think we're back. Um, also, I don't know if you heard it while you were reading, but uh, my dog definitely like headbutt me in the middle of that. Um, and for the listeners, I have a Rottweiler mix. So um, he just like slammed his face into mine because he's upset that I'm not paying attention to him, I guess. Anyways, um, yeah, I definitely have thoughts on this, especially because I also saved that post uh, for the pod. So, my biggest thing... Oh, my God. Look at him. Look how cute he is. Look at his face. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, anyways, when I read that, the first, the first thing that, like, went through my mind was, like, fuck that guy. Get the tattoo, first of all. Um, second, if he is that, like pressed about what you do to your body that's an issue like it's one thing to express a type of concern but to flat out say you can't get that tattoo especially when it's not even like a ridiculous kind of ta- like <sighs> it's not like you were like hey babe i'm going to get a swastika on my forehead <laughs> like no. I, there are parts of this story that I want more information on. Not yeah. that it would change my opinion much. Sure. But like, how long have y'all been dating? Like, who who is this man to you that you're letting him talk to you like this? And you're like, yeah. I sure hope Reddit helps me. Now, I'm not talking down to you. That may sound condescending. Let me change my tone. Um, I think you, hey, Rex. I think you as a person need to really self-reflect on how much you are worth. Yeah. Because if you are sitting here thinking that you're willing to forego something that is important to you, that you have planned, that you have put money away for, that you have literally put your heart into, if you're willing to forego that for a man, what's your story, sis? Because... And <laughs> two plus two is not six, no matter if we've seen that TikTok or not. Like, <sighs> and like, I don't know. Go ahead. I just also like, 
already you you just based off that you already know like it's not going to be a sustainable relationship because people change people grow over time like some someone that I me me which I know our listeners don't know at the moment because they have never seen me physically but but you Brandon know me Sydney and I at one point in my life for a long period of time like this wasn't just like a five minute opinion this was like for my entire high school existence I thought tattoos were trashy and I thought that I only ever wanted to get piercings because at least I could remove piercings and your girl is tatted now so you change and you grow and if your person can't be supportive of you as you change and you grow it's not gonna work also could you imagine could you imagine if I was dating a dude that was like if you get that tattoo, I'm going to leave you. I would literally be like at the shop leave. getting leave. my elbow tatted and I'd be like, bye. I, Who are you? Who are my, you? My artist is cuter than you anyway. Go <laughs> Get out of here. Scram. But that's, no, I, that's just. <sighs> but the thing is, we don't know this person's age. No, we and don't know I a will, lot of things. There's a lot of young people mm-hmm. who would think this and yeah definitely on this and i think reddit is a good mix of people all over the spectrum yeah and i i think in our youth we both would have been like oh this dude wants me to do this and it'll make him happy like mm-hmm. i'll be willing to do this yeah for sure as a grown-up i know that we both are like fuck no yeah and it's like an easy decision from the outside too right like you don't have all of those facts and you're on the outside it's a lot easier to be like uh throw them away what do you mean but i was thinking about this this week um and this will come up later but i've had a lot of time the past like 10 days uh to think about some stuff just because i've had a lot of alone time a lot of time uh-huh. at the house yeah um, christmas break you know yeah christmas break normal things and um i was thinking about one of my ex-boyfriends and i was thinking about how madly in love in my brain i convinced myself i was with him mm-hmm. because he literally right. checked all the boxes and the stupid stuff i was willing to do to keep yeah. him around that in retrospect i'm like how are you that dumb that you are willing to like do whatever to keep the suit around because he checked boxes? Yeah, no, I, I, that's really actually kind of weird, but also interesting that you had those thoughts over the last week. Cause like I kind of did too about myself, but also at one point something made me think of you and one of your exes. And I don't know that it's the same person. But there was something that I, I think it was something on Reddit I was going through and I was like, oh my gosh, we could definitely talk about this, but it's a little bit too, uh, I think, traumatic for this early in the pod. So we're going to move on. Oh, well, different. <laughs> okay, great. I'm glad. I'm really glad to hear that actually. But anyway, uh, no, I, I had those thoughts uh, too recently where I was like, how, it's almost frustrating too. Cause you're like, how dumb was I that I really thought like, that that was okay and it's not actually Mm -hmm. dumb it's it's ignorant it's ignorant it's ignorant and it's and and it's a certain a level of ignorance at some point in your life is okay like it's not fully 
And for the people that don't understand what we mean by ignorant, that means that you have not learned yet. Yes, correct. And that's why I say that it's okay at a certain level at some point in time. It's something you have not experienced or learned yet, but that you uh, will or are willing to at least at some point in the future. Yeah. Um, You can grow from ignorance. You cannot grow from other things. Correct. Um, But yeah. So. I also, I, when I read that post, I got a weird, uh, and this, but this also may just be like, uh, my past coming out into play in my thought process of things when I read the post, because I immediately, uh, I know I said I, that I read it and I immediately was like, fuck that guy, get the tattoo. But I actually immediately was like, that guy's controlling. You need to run sprint far, far away. And there's, uh, like you said earlier, it'd be different if he was like, I don't want you to get this tattoo because it is going to hinder your ability to get a job. Yeah. I don't want you to get this tattoo because that shop that you're going to, I know has a history of people getting hepatitis at. Yeah. He's saying he just wants you to get this tattoo because, because he just, he doesn't like them. Doesn't like tattoos. Yeah. Which I also saw a lot of comments on that thread saying things like, you know, it's a personal preference for like attraction and things like that. And like, that's fine. Okay. You can be attracted to someone else. Yeah, that's fine. That doesn't make it okay for him to try to stop his partner from doing something that she wants to do. But also, like, backtrack is one tattoo enough to make you like, this person's ugly. You're ugly. My advice to this, my advice, OP, to you personally. Okay dump that guy go find another guy that's hotter than him with a neck tattoo and marry him and you're set for life period you're good i promise i spilled wine oh no mostly on like boxes and shit that i should have already thrown away from christmas um well um do you think of your shitty lady shout out or do you want me to go ahead you can go ahead Okay. Um, Although our shitties might be similar, but that's okay. I'm more than likely are. Um, (laughs) So my partner uh, got COVID. Um, And we we know where he got it. It's fine. Just gays being gays. Um, So as a precaution, I isolated as well. But I was stupid. And I didn't like, you would think I would isolate when I got my negative test and he got his positive test, my stupid ass would be like, okay, let's isolate. Isolate separately. Separately. That's so really hard sit. though. But yes. It is hard because we live together. Yeah. And I was even talking about it and I was like, would I have to be like, hey, you live upstairs this week. I live downstairs. We'll see each other in 10 days before the CDC to change their mind. Um, Which I'll give you some insight into like a sneak peek of my shitty. Like that lasted barely a day with me and Brian so it's not super realistic honestly when you live together a lot like no to fully fully isolate separately because I know some people that have done it yeah but at the same time like there's shared like he's he's got to go to the kitchen at some point to get some water like Mm -hmm. it's just not super realistic anyways um so Ethan tested positive we missed Christmas and stuff um pretty shortly Christmas slash maybe Christmas the next day, maybe Christmas Eve. I don't really remember. I got a sore throat. And like, is that super abnormal for me? No. 
was that a red red flag because of what was going on? Yeah. I think we've both like had sore throats from every single after every single case that we became aware of we got at school. We were just yeah. like, we're sick. And I'll be honest, it. if Ethan every wasn't time. positive, if I didn't know Ethan was positive, I wouldn't go get tested. I wouldn't even thought to get tested. I was sure. like, I have a yeah. cold. Yep. Um, because that's happened every time I've gotten tested before this time, I've tested negative. But I did test hey. positive. Uh thanks, Sydney, yeah. for sticking You're welcome. swap into my brain. <laughs> um but I'm at the end of my days. I pretty much and especially hence also why we are doing this epi virtually, which I am uh <sighs> Despite the few kind of connection issues we randomly had, I think the audio is going to end up sounding better kind of overall, though. I think it's our little um, just because mics. Yeah, because we're actually using mics instead of just like... Talking into a computer. Yeah. Um, my Liddy for the week. Um, <sighs> golly, that's a hard one. I will say that our cat... Um, Billy. He's been going to the bathroom, which is a new new predicament. Yes. New I was gonna ask, did you uh, did you end up going back to the original like litter that came with that set, or are you still using the same? The so <clears throat> for everyone that's listening, we have two we got two litter boxes. We got one like specialty, like uh it, the pee goes through and then clumps yeah. the poop, blah, 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 special. You have to buy this. And then we got through GoPuff a like generic kitty litter and a $5 box. And he only poops in the $5 box. Hell yeah. Generic litter. The, um, the thing I suggested. Hey, mm-hmm. I love that. Um, so he's going to the bathroom, which is good. He's a good cat. He's just needy as hell. Just wants to be around humans constantly. And like, he wants to drink out of our cups. Whoever um, had whoever had him before had to let him drink out of their shit. No, I, um, I had to stop. Uh, I can't use like open regular cups with Felix. He'll drink out of them. Felix actually has his own cup he has one of the little tiny small mason jars that i fill up with fresh water because he's psycho and he will stand on the counter and he will scream at me when i'm by the sink until i fill it up and i just use like water bottles and stuff like my um, like reusable water bottles at home i literally paid for a 25 dollar little yeah. water fountain water where it's always yeah, he running about it. um he'll go drink it but he wants to drink out of our classes. Yeah. Me and Ethan already talked about having to drink out of like Yeti cups. Yeah. No. I, yep. Me too. I don't think he's going to only want to drink out of our drinks. Yeah. That's just like a cat thing. Um, My brother's cat is like that too. He also, any like cup like that, he'll drink out of it a little bit and then he'll knock it over. He's like. <laughs> oh, Ethan already dealt with that. We have to keep going. We're taking, we're talking too much. This episode. Um, okay. Shout out. I'm going to shout out, shout out. Okay. I'm going to shout out uh, Sydney this week. Sydney took my uh, basketball game on hey. Tuesday, um, but my COVID was positive, so she covered it for me. So shout out to Sydney for being a good friend. You're welcome. Um, okay. Anyway, so a shitty Liddy shout out. My shitty for the week is 
almost the exact same um, on Christmas Eve morning. Brian called me from work and he was like, hey, I have not great news. And I was like, oh God, okay, what happened? I'm over here also thinking because he works in construction that he like broke his foot or something. And he was like coughing and I was like, oh God, no. And he was like, yeah, I don't feel good. And I was like, great. Um, but at that time, since it was Christmas Eve, there was like zero testing in Houston, in the city of Houston. You could not find a test literally anywhere. Um, Yo. We went to go, I told you, but yeah. I didn't tell the podcast. We went to go and tested yesterday. The line was longer than I've ever seen it. And we, I, I was like, we can either sit here for three, four hours or just wait the 10 days at this point. Yeah, honestly, that's, and that's the, like what we came to, like we were looking and, and trying to schedule like a drive through at like CVS or Walgreens. It's like a week. Like you can't, even the testing through for the employees through the hospital the earliest I could get was technically Tuesday was technically yesterday from how many days was that? Um, Four. Yeah. Which is, may seem like not a super long time, but. But when you're, your uh, quarantine is yeah. seven to 10 days and now five. Yeah. It's a long time. Four and, days is the whole thing. And I typically could just walk into a testing location for the hospital that was meant for employees. And I could just be like, Hey, give me, give me a swab. Thanks. Um, so, uh, because of lack of testing, we just out of an abundance of caution decided to just stay home and isolate, um, over Christmas and, uh, going back to kind of like what you were saying, how, you know, you were like, if we could have isolated separately, honestly, like you couldn't really like Brian slept in the office that night and the next day, I think I actually don't really remember. Um, and like, it was okay, but I can't imagine sustaining that for like seven days. Like, it's really hard. And it's, it just sounds terrible. And I feel bad because you're like, he's sick and he's on a futon. And I'm like, and like, this is terrible. And this is like part of the like bad gas of the world. Omicron symptoms are pretty Pretty mild. mild. Yeah. So, like, if I'm going to get one of these damn COVIDs, let me get Omicron and not well, one of the other ones. Well, and, and not only that, but also, like, you have to think about, like, if there's an incubation period. You and are it's already just, with them. Yes, exactly. So, that's, like, it came to a point where I was, like, honestly, like, there's, it's not worth it, I don't think. Like, we're just both going to be staying home to be cautious anyway so like just hang out with me at least because i'm fucking bored like so i got that pcr test and it said negative but i was like me and ethan sleep sleep in the same bed together yeah and we spend almost every day and like when was that that pcr test the 20 something (laughs) how many days how how long after Ethan tested negative or positive balls. So Ethan, I think, I think we tested on the 21st. We got it on the 22nd that he was positive. Okay. And he got it on the 18th. That's when he was exposed. Okay. So, but he started showing symptoms on the 20th. Okay. So he didn't get tested until day five. 
of symptoms or day five of from exposure. Yeah. Day three of three day three of symptoms, day five of exposure. Okay. And I had spent the night with him all five of the nights. So I just assumed that the PCR test was like didn't catch it. And like mind so, you, we spent the three and a half hours in the car together waiting for the test without yeah, masks on. Yeah. I was like There's no point. It's already there. But that's the thing is that a a PCR can take three to five days after, uh, after exposure or after symptom development to pick it up too. So that's, so I could have had it. And that was the other thing too, is why, like, I, you know, like, like he was stressing out trying to find a rapid whenever he started feeling symptoms. And I was like, honestly, it may yep, not pick not it up. One. We're not going to know. Like you could find a rapid right now. If you found two rapids right now and I tested negative, I still don't, I'm still not going to go hang out with all these people on Christmas. Like there's no point. Uh, so anyways, going back, circling back. So that was my shitty. Um, was Bro, that we talked a lot more this episode than our last I, I know. But keep going. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. Well, it's funny because like we wanted the episodes to be longer. And then the last episode we were like, I don't know. Well, we're we, definitely over an hour at yeah, this point. Probably. Please go ahead. Anyways. No, we are. I, I've looked at the clock. We're over an hour. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, we are. Um, so that was the shitty was missing out on like Christmas with the family, but it's not a huge deal. Um, thankfully, I was able to see my my brother, as we know from my, my Liddy from last episode, was that I saw my brother recently. So, um, what is my Liddy? This is going to sound really dumb, but I think my Liddy for this week is going to be uh, that I went to Target today uh, masked because oh, I, yeah. s- even though I did end up testing and I tested negative, but still I was just like, let's be safe. Your test was a rapid test that you tested yes. negative on? Correct. My test was so a rapid like a test. A rapid negative is like a... A rapid negative is kind of like... Maybe not. Yeah. You know, pre-test pre-test probability. What are the little things that hurt in the back of your brain? The terrapins? It's not terrapins. No. Terpines? Terpines, the nasal terpines, whenever you do a PCR incorrectly or a nasal pharyngeal incorrectly. Yeah, maybe you didn't hit your terpines enough when you were testing. Uh, No, I I hit, you know, my nasal pharynx as I was supposed to. Uh, Not the terpines. You don't want to go into the nasal terp. It's actually terpines. Neither of us know anything. Terpins are um <laughs> turbinates. It's turbinates? No, it's turbinates. So a terrapin is a type of turtle that lives aquatically and on oh, land okay. and go both wow. ways. That's what a terrapin is, if you were curious. Okay. Well you have it's... nasal turbinates up in your nose. Like more at oh, an yeah. upward angle versus like your nasopharynx is like where the nasal passage meets like meets the, the pharynx. pharynx, you know? Hell yeah. Or like back your at your throat, which is why you tasted the swab whenever I swabbed you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I used to teach that shit. Yeah. I've and swabbed like, a, swabbed a lot of people, man. To be like, hey, the nasopharynx is where your <laughs> nasal meets your <laughs> yep. pharynx. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead, children. Yep. Anyways, uh, my Liddy is that I went to Target. And first of all, I spent less than $100 because coupons, which is great. And then I got yeah. another four seventy-five dollars back from Ibotta. $4.75? Yes. Okay. 
Yes. That's oh, a yeah. big one. Yeah. Um, everyone check out all their social medias for Sydney's Ibotta code. Yeah. Um, so you can get that we don't have yet because they don't sponsor us, but like oh don't you like if you like someone signs up with your Ibotta code, you get money. Yeah, I'll refer you. Yeah. So I'll refer. refer you. Just hit us up on uh the Gmail or the social medias and uh I'll send you a referral code for Ibotta where you can get cash back for. Uh, just normal, regular, everyday purchases. Anyways, um, I got like a new like hair. I got like an oil, and then I got like a scalp exfoliating scrub that I'm excited to use um, because I have an oily scalp because I'm a I'm a I'm a dirty bitch. So uh, I guess that's my litty because I'm excited. Um. Shout out. Yeah. My shout out is going to go to. I don't know. My shout out. I do know. I do know. I do know. Hang on. But I feel like I need to. My shout out goes to the creator of uh, Turn Up Boy Commits Tax Evasion. Actually. That is my shout out because that game was so fun and so cute and I loved it and you guys should try it. Um, I played it on the Switch. I don't know if you can play it on other consoles, but uh, it's on sale. Oh yeah, it's definitely on Steam. Um, Yeah, I highly recommend. Are you looking for the creator? Yes. <laughs> the developer is Snoozy Kazoo. That's where my shout out goes to Snoozy Kazoo. Oh, yeah. um, I loved it. That was so, it was cute. So freaking cute. So fun. This is all I have left of two bottles. Oh. I'm going to be hungover. Is that your one? Yeah, I feel like I just need to like chug it. I feel like I just have to drink it. I mean, if that's all that's left, yeah, like there's. I thought you can do that while you're, do it while you're editing the podcast. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> okay, um, so that's it, guys. Um, yeah. Anyways, shitty little shout out. That was the pod this week. You did it? Um, I guess I need to drink two bottles of wine every time we podcast, and we'll actually only hit if an we. Hour. Yeah, I was like, only if we want the podcast to last an hour. Anyways, um, I hope, and I. I have high hopes that this week's uh, episode will sound better than last week's. And if you guys listened and came back, um, we really appreciate it. Please stick with us. We are figuring it out. We are newbies. Um, And we just simply are not going to spend a bunch of money at this point in time. Um. But yeah, we're going to do our best to give you guys some quality stuff and Thanks for listening. Bye, orphans. Bye, orphans. Thanks for listening, orphans. Follow us on our Twitter and Instagram at parished underscore PP. And email us at parishedparentposse at gmail.com. High five for existing. Bye.